0: Hey guys, I like Bigfoot. You like Bigfoot. How about a whole movie about people that love and research Bigfoot? (laughs) That's awesome. That sounds awesome. It is awesome.
2: Let's talk about it.
0: Hey friends! Welcome to Paranormal Punchers. I'm Mark. I'm Alicia. I'm Nash. And on this episode, we are going to be talking with the director of Culture Bigfoot, Bill Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, a really excellent movie that uh, you know explores the people that uh, research Bigfoot. Right. And I would like to say love Bigfoot,
3: like me. I'm not in the movie. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: But maybe the, maybe the next movie. Maybe, maybe the next
3: it. movie will, will have a cameo. But for right now, yeah. it's just about people who love talking and, and, and working on Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first thing,
0: uh, hey, we got a Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Paranormal Punchers. Go check it out if you're into that kind of thing. Thank you. Okay. Now, uh, I found this movie randomly on Facebook. Uh, another podcast I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw there was a post about the movie. I'm like, as soon as I saw Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> I was like, uh, what's this? I got to check it you're out. You're a moth to a flame. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, clicked the link, read the description, watched the trailer. I'm like,
3: wow, I, this looks, this is like, like it was made for me. Yeah, okay. it, sound, it had a different theory. It's it's it, The concept was it was fantastic. It's not about chasing Bigfoot. But really giving reverence and, and, and caring about the people who actually do those things. Right. Yeah. Um, about the culture.
0: Yeah. The, the movie has people like uh, uh, Bobo Fay. Did I say it right? Because in our uh, the movie <laughs> we made, we had a fake character called Boo Boo Thay, Boo-boo I think. Boo Boo Thay. Nice. Yeah. So I can never get uh, the guy's name right. <laughs> I, um, I
3: always get it wrong. <laughs>
0: uh, let's put it this way you know, rather than spoil it, there's a lot of. Uh, Big names in the Bigfoot Bigfoot research, wow, there's a lot of words
3: going on here, (laughs) Bigfoot (laughs) research world. You will recognize some of the names. Yes. You will definitely recognize Uh,
0: I really enjoyed it, uh, but here's uh, where I go again explaining too much. Why don't I just stop and we'll cut to the interview with Director Bill Lancaster, and he can explain it way better than I am. Um, So,
3: let's roll. Let's
0: go. Hey, friends. We're here with Bill Lancaster. Filmmaker, director of Cultured Bigfoot, uh, a movie about uh, the people that love Bigfoot just like I do. Bill, welcome to the show.
2: Hello, Mark. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. I'm glad you had time to hang out with us. Definitely.
2: Yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Now, uh, I watched the movie, and I absolutely... uh, enjoyed the heck out of it mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to I, it was like if I could have been at one of those events I wish I would have been in your movie uh, yes. so congratulations
2: <laughs> well thank you uh, it's a good sign if you've actually uh, watched it and you still want to have me on uh, <laughs> uh, want
0: to talk? maybe uh, me
2: and my wife did something halfway right
0: <laughs> now uh, I'm sure uh, the listeners not everybody got a chance to see this but I'll uh, certainly uh, hope, hopefully after this they will but so why don't you tell everybody about the movie Bill
2: Alrighty, well, just to kind of uh, briefly tell you about the movie um, my wife is the writer uh, narrator uh, (laughs) co-everything of this uh, and uh, basically the movie is about uh, her famous tagline we're not seeking the elusive Sasquatch but the much easier to find Squatcher and so basically this is a movie about the researchers and the folks that actually look for Sasquatch, from the PhDs and professors down to paint salesmen, uh, high school janitors, architects, uh, small business owner, route drivers, coke drivers, you name it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a movie about the the broad demographic, I guess you could say, of uh, the Bigfoot community, and I actually had one person a long time ago when I was doing an interview, and uh, he asked me basically the same thing, and uh, he said, uh, you realize what you just described about your movie is actually a study in cultural anthropology, and I didn't realize that we sounded that smart, but I took it as a compliment, and I was like, well i guess you're right and he said no this and what you've done is a subject of a of a uh uh, could be a subject of a dissertation here uh and it's really fascinating and so uh we didn't really think about it me and my wife were just those typical armchair researchers that enjoyed the subject and just uh got more involved in it and and then it it went on from there but but the movie is about the uh the researchers uh, more than it is uh, Bigfoot. Of course, you have Bigfoot related questions and topics in it, but it's it's about the folks that search for Sasquatch.
0: Yeah, and I I I just felt like immediately I just uh, gravitated towards this as I was watching was uh, You know mm-hmm. that uh, I mean what a what an interesting topic. What a great way to talk about Bigfoot, right. but not go and search of Bigfoot. Uh, I really felt. I mean, I felt like you just hit the gold mine. As far as, uh, no one's ever explored this. I mean, right. be the first person to tap into it. Fantastic. Well,
2: that's what we're hoping. We didn't really realize it. And I mean, I'll be honest with you. It was one of those things. And I mean, I can get into as much backstory as you want, but I'll just tell you kind of one of those little things. Me and my wife, uh, she had noticed on Facebook that there was a, uh, a uh, Sasquatch conference about 60 miles from the house. And it was one of the two things on our bucket list. We want to go to a UFO conference sometime, also. And this happened to be up the road. And she said, We ought to go to that. And so, me having some new camera equipment I was wanting to play with and some new sound equipment, I got a hold of the guy that was running the conference and got permission to film while I was up there. Now, I didn't have any special permission, I sat in the audience like everyone else. And if they dim the lights, I didn't have a shot, but I kept recording. If they were showing PowerPoints, you know, if you aim it at the screen, you can't get anything. And if someone with a bald head stuck it in front of your camera, <laughs> then, you know, you didn't get anything. So so I ended up, I, I did about six segments of that and put them on my YouTube channel, Darth Bill 68 and told the guy I would share them, give them a copy, and, you know, just put it out there. And so when I didn't have a good shot, I threw up a logo or something like that. And it just got a lot of a lot of responses. A lot of folks were really fascinated by it. And I got to be uh, friends with two of the speakers in particular, Dr. David Floyd, who's a Ph.D. and who is in the movie professor down at Southern Charleston University. Uh, He mainly deals with the mythology and uh, the Eurasian influences uh, in literature Uh, And Russell Easterbrooks, who is a sports writer, oddly enough, for footballnation.com and a wildlife artist and a Bigfoot researcher. Well, I got to be friends with these guys from that conference and got to talking to my wife and said, you know, I'd, uh, I'd like to do something like that. And me and her had been watching stuff on Amazon and Netflix. And, you know, we would type in Bigfoot, Sasquatch, this and the other. And anything that come up, I added it to my list. Me and her are big readers and, and listeners. We listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of our famous things was we were on the way to Devil's Tower for our second anniversary with our little pop-up camper in tow. We took an eight-day eight, eight day round trip camping across America, the Great American Road Trip, and one of the things we did driving through the night was listen to Coast to Coast AM, and um, anyways... As I got, we got more and more into this and we heard of David Palladies and got his books and Dr. Meldrum and all this. And of course, everybody knew, uh, you know, Cliff and Bobo and Renee and, and Matt from Finding Bigfoot and all that. We just got, we found out that we didn't realize it, but something we were interested in, we were actually researching and learning about. And so once I went to this conference... Decided that we wanted to do something and be involved in some way, and I had already done a little of the filming and everything. And my wife said, "Well, you know, you can do something that looks better than that one, you know, and you can do something that <laughs> yeah. sounds better than that one or whatnot." And so I was like, "Well, yeah, I, I I might be able to, you know," and she said, "But what do you want to do the movie on?" And I said, "Well." I don't want it chasing glow sticks with night vision and FLIR and all this stuff because that's already been done. And trust me, that's fascinating. I'm not downing it. I just didn't want to do that. Didn't have the equipment and didn't want to do that. And me and her talked mutually and I said, the thing I'm fascinated about is that you can pull up Facebook or YouTube and type in Bigfoot or Sasquatch. And there's this entire community that exists out there in social media, mm-hmm. and that was fascinating. And I said I'd like to do a, a a documentary on the on the people that do it. And she's like, Yeah, that great. That'd be great, you know. And so we started kind of kicking around what to do. My wife, uh, bless her heart, has I've always tried to get her to write, and uh, she got to writing out questions that basically were speaking for the both of us because we were learning about this together. We both had interest in it as younger before we were together and everything, but we really got into it, researching and whatnot, armchair quote unquote, uh, researching as we got together. And, uh, so anyways, we started coming up with some interesting questions. I put together a dream team list of some folks that I'd like to have in it. And, you know, Lyle black burning cliff and Bobo and, and, um, some of these folks like that, Dr. Meldrum. And I started going through the channels and emailing folks and reaching out real early on. And I was surprised at how many of these heavy hitters in the Bigfoot community were saying, hey, if we can work it out, sure. You know, logistically, if we can work it out, yeah, I'd love to contribute. And so what started out as a glorified YouTube video turned into – over six hours worth of interviews between March and September of last year with, I think it's 23 different people. And we were like, oh, my Lord, what have we done here? And, you know, it was just, it turned into a monster. Um, But uh, I'll kind of shut up there for a second. I think I kind of got long-winded on that reply there. But but that's kind of, you know, uh, how that evolved into that from us being interested in it.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's fascinating. And I love the fact that uh, all those people uh in this field were c- completely into uh helping you with this project and being on camera. You know, nobody mm-hmm. uh was being uh, too pompous, I guess. Right. Yeah. So that's fantastic. No,
2: no, and I mean it is. It's it's something that you find out. Uh we've made a lot of good friends in the Bigfoot community and, and you know, you're literally When you think of equivalent this to, you know, uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame type people and everything, you know, the chances of getting somebody to do something like this for a little documentary, you're self-funded, you don't, you know, have any kind of GoFundMe or Kickstarter, it's just as we're able to do it and we can afford to do it and everything, um, and you have these folks that you're like, wow, Dr. Meldrum, that'd be awesome. He said, what? Yes. Wow, like, wow, Blackburn, that'd be awesome. He said, yes, you know, and then Cliff, you know, said yes. And, you know, and anyways, and it just kind of went, you know, down the line. I'm not trying to say that it was easy and everybody just jump on the horn and get a hold of these guys. And they'll say, yeah, because I had to do some working stuff out and everything, you know, but uh, but it was it was great. The The folks and I'm going to tell you they were each just as nice as they could be. Uh, and it was really neat to see someone as intimidating as I thought it would be to sit down and interview Dr. Jeff Meldrum. You know, the guy, you know, Sasquatch uh, uh, Science Meets Legend is his is book. Um, to sit down and give him questions and to see him kind of smile as he's thinking of a response you could tell that me and my wife had come up with some questions that they don't typically get asked. And I started finding that out. And so we had all this gold nuggets Mm -hmm. coming from these folks from these questions we had given them. And, you know, I said, Hey, 10, 15 minutes. And they all turned into 35, 45 minute interviews. Of course I couldn't put all that on there because you got to be able to hold folks' attention span, you know, but, uh, but anyways, uh, it was just interesting to see the, you know, the responses you were getting. And, and me and my wife, that we wanted these folks to be the stars of the show. And we're one of those that the other pet peeve I had was watching a lot of these videos or documentaries where the guy's sitting right next to the, to the person they're interviewing. Yeah. Because basically, they want to be seen in their own film sitting next to this person so that you know they're seen in the same shot with them and i found that sometimes they do it and it's necessary and i'm not talking about a 60 minutes type thing you know where they go camera to camera back and forth between the questioner and the questionee you know but i didn't want to be on camera i wanted the folks to be the star of it and so we purposely did that you don't even see my wife to be honest with you my wife said she wouldn't be on camera she but, but, anyways, <laughs> but anyway wants to see me. but we wanted the whole entire project to focus on the folks in the field you know and right. and it was really fascinating uh, um to 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 see that and, and to be behind the camera and and you know what man it was one of those things i told myself as i'm sitting there with with Cliff and Bobo and Meldrum and Blackburn and, you know, I just keep throwing those names out, but those are the ones that just come to mind. But to tell myself that, you know, the memories that I'm going to have stuck in my head from this interaction is just going to be better than anything I ever get on film, you know, getting to know these folks and the stuff that didn't even make it on the film. And, and they were genuinely very gracious folks. And, uh, Lauren Coleman was about the neatest interview I think I did. He was just a, a nice guy. He, he reminds you of, I, and I really don't want to say this to make him sound like an old grandpa man, but he reminds you, and I don't mean it that way, he reminds you of someone like your grandparent that was the fun grandparent that you could sit down and chat and cut up with. He was cutting up with me and my wife that you don't see on there but the knowledge this guy's been in this like for over 60 years you know and it was just it was amazing because the stuff that didn't make it in on his but some of the really good stuff did you know it was just it was fascinating uh to uh to to listen to these guys and how they've been involved in it and it was also it was fascinating to find out that People want to give folks like the Finding Bigfoot folks, Cliff and Bobo, that made it into the film. They want to give them a hard time and say these guys are sellouts and they're the TV Bigfoot people. You know what, man? Bobo was into this since he was like five years old. And you find some of that out in the in the movie and has been a researcher for like 30 years. Before he got involved in this TV show, they sought him out. Cliff, like 23, 25 years, was a researcher and got a blog post and everything. And, you know, this is before you have Finding Bigfoot. And so, to me, these guys have got street cred in the Bigfoot world that the Bigfoot world makes fun of them for being on TV for. And I was just like, you know what? These guys are more of a researcher than these guys that are giving them a down the road for being – tv sellout guys and i thought that was fascinating and and to hear some behind the scenes stuff talking about how how badass renee was and you know she's not as big a skeptic as she's played on the tv that you know she herself was a wildlife researcher and was into bigfoot and everything and it was really neat to find out that as bad as people want to say these folks are bogus and fake and everything from the TV all the way down to the boots on the ground, guys, to find out that uh, there's a lot of very sincere folks in the in the field.
3: And they, it sounds like they, they put in their time, you know. It's not a matter oh, yeah. of them just showing up and becoming – instant fame that they they put in the years and the time to get where they are and we're just seeing the end result of it
2: right yeah no and see that's it they weren't they weren't seeking trying to do a bigfoot tv show there were people that came up looking for bobo in humboldt california looking to do documentaries and people were like hey this guy bobo you know he's in the bigfoot you know and and here you know uh cliff was an elementary school teacher and, and and a researcher and you know, and and he, you know, kind of hooked uh, Matt and them up with uh, Bobo and them up with Cliff and everything, and it was neat to find out that these guys aren't just—they're not TV stars, they're not reality stars. These guys became Bigfoot reality TV, right. but they're actually they're real researchers, and they're still to this day. And I'm sure that as your podcast that I'm on here gets shared around, there's going to be some people from the from the real Bigfoot community stuff that are going to be like, oh no. He doesn't know what he's talking about, you know. That's what uh, they say
0: about us all the time. Yeah, all (laughs) the time. That's kind of RMO, though, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you find out that there's no Bigfoot experts, but you've got the closest thing when you have people with 30 and 23 and 25 years and 60 years and PhDs in anatomy and anthropology. That's as close to a Bigfoot expert as you're going to get until they discover and and classify the species, you know?
0: Oh, I totally agree. And, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, celebrities earlier about this. They're not like Hollywood stars. But when I watched it, I felt like, man, I've watched, uh, you know, Small Town Monsters, all their movies, you know, Uh, Lyle Blackburn. I seen him in his movie, The The Bulgy Creek. Uh, To me, I was like, man, Bill, he got the elite to be in his documentary. Because to me, I'm like very familiar with these people. Uh, yeah. And that's again. I was like, "Dang, uh, way to go!"
2: Yeah, no, it was it was personally satisfying for myself too because it's the people that you were watching and listening to over the last two or three years that we were really getting into the subject outside of just an interest, you know. And we were not involved in the community at all. We were just reading and watching and doing our own thing, you know. And uh, but to have these folks because I am also one of those that uh, I had found Seth's movies and then ended up getting them and then successively, you know, as they came out, I've ended up becoming friends with Seth now and uh, and he's helped me a lot with a lot of advice as I've been going on here um, and a few of these folks that I've actually become, you know, uh, uh, friends with. And, you know, it's one of these things too. Even five years ago, you wouldn't be able to do what me and my wife did but because of the networking and the chatting and the, you know, fi- being able to reach out to folks through Facebook or through YouTube, you know, you just go look for them and find them and try and reach out to them. It's made it easier to put something like this together. And, you know, then you just got to have the time and the money and the equipment to try and pull it off, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, and this was I wanted to make sure I got this out there, too. Uh, this was your very first feature length documentary you've ever made right and uh to me it's incredible because you know we've dabbled in like making short uh comedies uh talked about making a documentary uh for the past 15 years had never done it so uh again you you had something in mind you got up and you did it and that's
2: incredible yeah well thank you and and i mean i'm going to tell you i found out real quick because while i was doing this as practice I started a little uh, YouTube thing on my channel uh, called Bigfoot BS with Bill and Sam. Uh, and a fellow that I had uh, uh, met and become friends with, we started filming these. We would go and get these folks encounters and try to go to their location. Or we would show how to make a, a cast print, you know, or, you know, stuff like that. And And it was me kind of honing my skills on doing the interviewing and the editing and all that stuff like that. Well, that was pretty easy because in two or three days' time, I could put something together and put it out, and it would look sharp and get a bunch of views and And plus, it kept folks, you know, watching me. And I would say we're going to have the movie coming out and whatnot. But what I found out is why a lot of folks stop at YouTube. Now, a lot of them get right. a ton of followings. I mean, we've just now gotten over two hundred subscribers you know so we're a very That's small nice. footprint. yeah no, we're a very small footprint <laughs> on youtube and facebook you know we've got like about 300 on the cultured bigfoot and Co production facebook pages so we got a very small footprint out there but you find out why these folks quit at youtube and don't go all the way to the documentary film because i'm going to tell you right now dude when it got down to trying to take six hours worth of stuff and figure, hey, we want it around an hour and forty-five, hour and a half, something like that. But we want to make sure it flows and it makes sense and all this kind of stuff like that. And then you're using a consumer grade, uh, the ninety-nine dollar consumer grade, Adobe software, you find the difference between oh, man. consumer and commercial. Wow. And and I'm I'm self-taught. I mean, I had black and white photography in high school and worked in a dark room. And so I knew that stuff. But as far as the filming stuff and everything, it was just something I was interested in. And so I got on YouTube and Google and and looked at videos and lynda.com and started learning how to do this stuff. And so I learned how to take my consumer-grade $99 editing software and trick it into doing things that the $1,000 software would do, maybe not just like it but to make it look as polished as I could with what we had and what we could afford. And so it was, you know, it's one of those other tools that you put in your, in your, in your toolbox. It's, you know, now that you know how to do this, you won't have to learn that the next time you'll just go right back and clip this and fade that in and out right. that lower third there. And, uh, and so it was a, a huge learning process and, and I found out because it was great fun, Mark, uh, that March through September of last year, going to those cons and going to South Carolina and this and that and the other and the different places I had to go to meet these folks and get interviews and whatnot, that was great. When it got down to the editing, it was a nightmare <laughs> because you literally went, all right, how am I going to make all of this make sense? And I've got to really cut it down to what's relative. And and I'm going to tell you the biggest the best thing that you could have is a wife like mine that is first <laughs> of all supportive but she knows what makes sense and what flows i'm the one sitting there on the computer i realize how easily i could screw this up and she would say this at number 45 and 50 minute and 60 minute those three need to come up to 15 18 and 20 and then pull this one from 20 back to an hour and 10 minute and all this. And I would just shudder when she would say that. And so then I would go, but what it was, was she knew how it needed to be. So it flowed better. I knew I'd like to just leave it alone because I don't want to mess it up. But then when I would take the next hour and a half, to move all of this stuff around and then fade it in and fade it out and drop the narration in. And then I would render it and then rewatch it. I would be like, Oh my gosh, that sounds so much better. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we would, it was one of those, you wanted to strangle each other. You laughed, you (laughs) cried, you hugged, you took breaks, you took drink breaks, (laughs) but, but I mean the, the editing process, it was, I see why people stop at YouTube. And then when you get to trying to, you're not using a distributor and you try and get it out there where folks can see it. I was like, you know what? I can get on Amazon and do that. And I went through and got a, uh, uh, became a member of the Amazon direct video direct and all that. But after you've loaded it four different times, trying to meet their standards and had to get closed captioning done and, had to take out any kind of reference, you know, in writing that had a link to URL and all this crazy stuff. It was a nightmare because it was supposed to be out on like Valentine's day. And I had been loading it for three and a half weeks and it didn't finally get published until February 17th. Oh, no. and, wow. uh, and it was just, it was one of those things. They wouldn't give you, an, you it would take you, you know, five hours because I shot in 1080 HD uh in a mov file format because i wanted it to look a little better than your average stuff also which it's basically it's blu-ray quality is what i shot in and so when you when you start putting that stuff out there and i just i i kind of lost my train of thought there for a second i'll be (laughs) honest with you there was a dog ran across in in the front of the house here and i just like what the (laughs) sorry but uh, but when you get into trying to get all of that together and get it put out there and everything, it's what I was getting at, the, the editing and then the publishing part of it, you understand why these people pay for editors and pay for you know the sound guy and pay for a distributor and everything. Well, we didn't have any of that luxury, but thank the good Lord, I finally got it onto Amazon and while we were doing it, and this is kind of funny because it was one of those that took him aback. I get a phone call, a conference call about, uh, three weeks before it was going on Amazon, uh, uh, from California and it was Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint. Well, I didn't really know who they were. And I'm ashamed to say that. I'm sure you all know how they are, yep. <laughs> uh, you know, paranormal lockdown, ghost of Shepherd Town and whatnot. Well, anyways, they reached out to us, uh, through their dot space, uh, space.com, they had just launched on 1818 January 8th, 18 they had launched a streaming platform that mainly it's like an amazon type thing or netflix but it's geared towards the paranormal and the cryptid and documentary and stuff and they had seen our uh, our trailers we had two trailers out and had heard a lot of the reviews where i'd done some pre-screenings to some folks and all of a sudden, here we're just a husband and wife team that we know we can get it on the Amazon if we can jump through all their hoops. But all of a sudden we had someone offering wanting to put our product on their platform. And I was like, Holy mackerel, how did this happen? You know, and so thank goodness, February fourteenth, Vidispace did get it launched on on time. And, uh, and we were ecstatic about that. So it's, it's, it made it without us, you know, really being able to push for any kind of distribution, it made it onto two platforms and, and it's, it's doing well on those platforms.
0: Now, uh, speaking of those platforms, uh, where can everybody, uh, find you You already said Amazon, you said Vidi Space. I know you got a Facebook page. What, uh, how can people find you?
2: Uh, The easiest way is on Facebook. We're still on the low end of it because we don't actually have a a website now. But if you go to Bilco Productions, that's 1-L-B-I-L-C-O, Bilco Productions, I have a Facebook page. And Cultured Bigfoot, I have a Facebook page. And on those pages, you can keep up with everything that we're doing and where we're going to be at. You can also inbox us if you want to order a DVD, which, and I mean, we're still nobodies. Nobody knows who we are or anything, but it's like every other day, I'll have one or two people sending messages wanting to buy DVDs. So about every other day, I'm going down to the post office with, you know, 10, you know, two to 10 DVDs to mail out the 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 male lady down there has already bought one of them and just fascinated. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "We made a movie." She's like, "You live here and you made a movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we live yeah and made it in our house right over here, basically <laughs> traveling, or, you know." So, so anyways, uh, yeah, you can find us there, uh, cultured bigfoot on Facebook and uh, Bill Co Productions on Facebook, and then of course YouTube. Uh, I'm a Star Wars fan, and so it's Darth Bill sixty eight on YouTube. and and that's my gmail also darthbill68 at gmail.com because some folks have actually just gmailed me and said hey i want a dvd and so we'll we use instead of paypal we use square reader so i'll send them one of their secure square invoices and they pay it and give us the address and boom we ship it to Mm -hmm. them normally that day or the next day
0: perfect uh what's a dvd cost
2: uh dvds uh when you do an online order is fifteen dollars and basically that covers the the shipping and handling because when we're at an event we're just selling them for 12 bucks but believe it or not it costs you know about three bucks sometimes more to actually send it out so we're doing them for fifteen dollars and that that takes care of your shipping and handling and folks have been getting them in two or three days and i mean I've even got people from the UK that have been downloading it and renting it, but they want actual DVDs. But bless their hearts, it costs about sixteen dollars just to mail it over Jeez. there. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, really? Do you? Are you sure you want one? Because it's going to cost a little money to get <laughs> over there. You know? It
0: costs more to ship it,
2: right? The yeah, no, it does. Yeah. It'll cost more to ship it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess it is going in an airplane across seas. I get it. Uh, yeah. So I know you got. Uh, You're going around a couple different uh, conventions uh, coming up here soon, showing the movie, right?
2: Yeah, Yeah, and it's another one of those things. And, I mean, Seth says it uh, in the film uh, about a conversation between him and Lyle. You know you're a part of this now is one of the things that Lyle (laughs) said to him. Well, evidently we've become a part of it. We weren't looking to be Bigfoot famous or anything like that. We just wanted to – we honestly – knew that we could get it on Amazon and it would be neat to flip it on and go, hey, there's our movie. We actually made a movie, you know. I talked to you the other night and I'm 49 going on 50. And to finally do something like this, as a huge Star Wars fan, uh I always like movies and everything. And so to be able to finally have your own movie, we don't mm-hmm. have lightsabers in it or anything, <laughs> but you know, we were hoping to do that. Well what happened <laughs> is uh, we've been invited at quite a few events to show our film at the event. Right on. And we'll have a table, you know, selling our, our poster artwork uh, and some prints from some of the original artwork that's done in the film. by. And I want to point that out. Glenn Paul Richardson, the Sergeant Sasquatch creator, he's the one who, and if you haven't seen his comics, you need to check it out. He has a Facebook page, Sergeant Sasquatch. Um he did the artwork that's in the first part of the movie during the Indian tale. Uh, he did the artwork for that whole thing. And uh, he did the DVD uh, artwork also. Um, well, anyways, uh, he'll be at some of these events, but, uh, but we got invited and I was just ecstatic, but we got invited to several things. We're going to be in uh Harlan uh, County, Kentucky, uh, at the first annual Harlan CryptoCon, Saturday, April 21st. All of these events will be showing and talking about the film. Then we're going to be at Seth's uh, thing, Minerva Monster Day in Minerva, Ohio, June 16th. We're going to be at Daniel Benoit from the ECBRO up around Fishersville, Virginia, June 30th to July First, uh, and by the way, Ron Moorhead's going to be at that event. That's that's one of those smaller local ones that's got a really big name coming to it that's of neat interest. Uh, and then one of the neatest ones for us, and I don't mean to belittle any of them, but the day that you get a call from Russell Accord from the International Bigfoot Conference, and he says, yeah. I'm going to make an executive decision, I would like you and your wife to come out to Washington, Kennewick, Washington, and show your film. Nice uh and uh speak about it so are they flying august you out 30, huh are they flying you out <laughs> i've got to get myself out here the first time we're not that big of oh, okay. a deal yet <laughs> not, yeah. yet, not yeah, yet, you know, yet we're not, not that anyway. big of a deal but we got to get ourselves out there but uh that's awesome but uh but that'll be uh august 31st september 1st uh international bigfoot conference and then we'll be uh uh, CryptidCon in Frankfort, Kentucky, which we went to it last year, loved it, uh, September 8th and 9th. And then we'll finish up um, October 27th uh, at Salt Fork State Park at the uh, Creature Weekend. Uh, Bruce putting that on, and it's just really neat. And then we've got a couple of local things. Uh, actually, this Saturday, St. Patrick's Day, we're having the first-ever public theatrical premiere of the movie at the uh, Park Avenue Theater in downtown Norton, Virginia. And if you've seen the movie, you realize there's about a five and a half minute segment where we interviewed the vice mayor, the director of tourism and a council member from Norton where they actually have a Sasquatch sanctuary and Sasquatch resolution. We wanted to show how towns have gotten involved in it. So in turn, the town offered to do a premiere Uh, We couldn't coincide it with the actual release of the movie, but we wanted to have a public premiere. So it's going to be Saturday at the Park Avenue Theater in Norton, Virginia at seven o'clock and the doors open at six. It's just $5 to get in. But one of the things that we're doing, my wife has a famous saying of generosity is good business. And uh, we're taking the half of the ticket sales that we were going to be getting and we've decided to give it back to the wise county food bank as a thank you to the community for hosting it and being involved that's That's Um, very cool Mm -hmm. and and then they've got us in october in their wood festival in norton virginia and in june in their best friends festival so so we now have six cons and three festivals and my wife is wondering how we're going to do all this, <laughs> right?
3: You know, you know, they have a schedule to keep after yeah. you've done yeah, this. Oh, yeah, my gosh. but Man, and, and the
2: thing is, yeah, we're we're working on our our. We've already started writing and working on a follow up to this movie. So, uh, hopefully, by the end wow. of the year, we'll have another movie coming out here too. So, awesome. can you can
0: you tell us what it's about? Is that secret? I'm,
2: <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh you're you're the paranormal punchers. Yep.
1: Yes. Correct? Yes.
2: You're going to love our next Bigfoot related movie. How's that? Uh, okay. okay. All right, I'm in. How's that? Okay. And you're going to love the fact that some of the names that have already signed on for this are people that you're going to go what?
1: Wow. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, because honestly, I've already said he said, yeah <laughs> <You> know, so, <laughs> so anyways uh yeah that's uh that's gonna be coming uh that's gonna be coming next and uh, we are scheduled uh, in April to do our first interview and June to do our second and then we'll be traveling probably somewhere around Vermont up past you all to uh, visit someone else but we're gonna we're going to uh take all aspects of bigfoot them in consideration. And just like this one here, respectful, not trying to make fun of it, taking it serious and showing all sides of it, you know. Uh, And and that's what we're doing, this next one. And and, uh, my wife has already got about six pages written of it. And if I could share that with you, you'd just, you'd go, oh, wow. Because she could just simply, we could read it and record it and it'd probably be a pretty cool, movie with no pictures right now <laughs>
0: yeah uh, the nice thing is you can just go ahead and email it to me i won't tell you <laughs> yeah sure.
2: yeah we'll do that man yeah yeah um, yeah
0: you know uh none of, none of the conventions you're going to happen to be in pennsylvania i, I don't know i don't, I don't, I don't know what's no, on the we were talking
2: about that yeah me and you actually talked the other day and i mean to be honest with you the closest ones that you're going to have is minerva monster day up there in minerva ohio now The ECBRO one, that's up there, Fishersville, Virginia. That's way northern Virginia. Uh, CryptidCon, uh, that's Frankfort, Kentucky. Uh, Let's see, Creature Weekend, Salt Fork, Ohio. That's Cambridge, Ohio. So there's some close to you. Between Minerva, uh, ECBRO, uh, Virginia Bigfoot Conference, uh, and uh, CryptidCon and Creature Weekend, we're close enough to you to where it'll be, you know, maybe four or five hour drive for you. But hey, man, I'm driving five, six hours. So. <laughs> right, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Come on. Well, I
0: know we're looking at uh, some cons, so uh, I, I hope we can uh, uh, pick one that we can uh, meet up, hang out, have a beverage yeah. and shoot the breeze, uh, Bill.
2: That would be great. That would be great.
0: I can't thank you enough for taking uh, time oh. out of your day to hang out with us. Uh, I thought the movie was great. I think mm-hmm. you and your wife did a uh, phenomenal job. I can't wait to see what your next project is. Feel free to just inbox me what it is. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. But Bill, thank you so much. I'll put some links to you know for the listeners to learn more in the show notes. Uh, uh, thank you so much, yeah, Bill. This has you. been fantastic.
3: Definitely. Thank you very much.
2: Well, folks, I tell you what. When I get the next one put together, uh, me and Mark have had a talk previously. We've got a lot in common, and I would like to get to know you folks a little bit better there. Awesome. Uh, I will include you all in the pre-release, pre-screening all for the right. next one. Awesome. Back. Nice, That's awesome. fantastic. Uh, that way I, I can actually put up a, a private link to it, and uh, you folks can check it out, and then maybe we can uh, talk about it, and, and you all give your own uh, review that way before it cool. comes out but uh since we've made this connection uh we'll we'll do that the next time we'll include you in uh, the uh the media pre-screening how's that
0: oh that's, yeah, that's fantastic. Fantastic. awesome bill thank you so much uh, you, you know what yeah. when our comic book's done we're going to send you our comic book yeah? yeah we got a comic book coming your well, way
2: that's awesome I, I got to i got to see just a hint of that and i and i i love that i looked at that the other day and uh, that looks really neat uh, <laughs> and i and I'll look forward to seeing that.
0: Thanks, man. And uh, you know, tell your wife we said hi. Yes. Hopefully we get to see you guys soon Definitely. and uh, hang out. And thank you so much yeah, for spending you. time with us.
2: Well, thank you for the time. I appreciate it, folks. Yep. Good night, Bill. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, what a great interview. Uh, Bill seems like a great guy. I hope we get the opportunity to hang out with him. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I love the movie. I'll put some links in the show notes so everybody can go find this. Woo, why don't we take a break, and we'll come back with our final thoughts. Sounds good.
1: 18 plus.
0: And we're back, Nash. Uh, I know you get a chance to talk too much because I uh, kept asking questions. That's all right. <laughs> I know That's you, all right. you were really fascinated with the um, the hours of footage he had, and yeah. had to toss it away just to make the edit the
3: the, the idea to me uh, the the overall idea of I mean I can understand you falling into this subject and you and you really you find a subject that you really really like and you really go after it the way they did. And to have six, seven hours of interviews, just interview after interview of just content. How do you trim that I down? Know. How do you get rid of it? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, thanks to his wife. I don't know how she could do it. She, he was saying that that she was really the one who was able to move stuff around, trim it down, and mm-hmm. really make it into the final product. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I, I have no idea that concept. I, I wouldn't want to touch any of it. I would want I to make know. like a six-hour DVD for Pete's sake. Yeah. I know, and I've, I've been there uh, where Bill was
0: talking about how you have this edit here and some of these you need to trim it down here, here, oh, and here. And you're just wild. like, uh, no, I'd rather just leave it the way it is. Right? is. Right. I've been there where I just want to pick up the laptop and chuck it out the window. It's like, no, I don't <laughs> want to trim it down. It's right.
3: fine. It's, it's fine. It's perfect. I
0: spent so much time getting that. and right. Even the couple little things we've been playing with here... Uh, in the past couple of weeks, sometimes I'm like, this, this 30 second video is taking me, you know, three hours. Right. I'm, just, I'm done. I am done with this. <laughs> I'd rather go spend time in the woods looking for Bigfoot.
3: <laughs> you know, and one of the other things that just, just really just blows my mind is that this whole thing, this whole new life, this new trajectory their family has taken, all came out of a road trip. one cross-country road trip where they just needed to listen to some stuff on the radio and started doing some downloads and started listening to things, and they slowly came upon the subject, and they're like, hey, this is actually pretty interesting. Let's Mm -hmm. see if we can talk to some of these people. I
0: never got to ask Bill that type of question. Nash, you're right. Um, They had that road trip, gave them an idea, and they went forward they just they just went they went with it
3: and as what gives
0: yeah you know that's very important whether you want to go look for bigfoot go hunt for ghosts uh do a podcast make a short film Mm -hmm. yeah you know once you have your idea like they uh, just went sometimes it's tough to get up and go forward right right uh believe me i've been talking about writing a comic book since i've been 10 years old right Right. i finally did it um so yeah i would love to know maybe we'll have to have uh maybe we'll just have to have bill come on up near us we'll get a uh uh, ice cold beverage and that's asking right. in person, but yeah. that's right. To to just not be afraid to get up, point the camera, and start making your movie like that's
3: well. And like like when you and Liz started the start of the podcast here, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you guys did it as a team. And um, like for me, a lot of the things that a lot of the crazy ideas I come up with, I kind of come up on my own. And my wife's like, "You're insane," but <laughs> okay, let's go for it. This idea, they came up with together mm-hmm. and worked on it together the whole way. And it's turned into this whole thing. Movies, you heard their schedules, what they're going on. It really changed their, the uh, trajectory of their lives. Right. Yeah. All from just the two of them finding something that was interesting that they found that they loved. And they just rode the wave. They, they went after it together as a team. And that, that to me, is just miraculous. Who does yeah. that? Right. We should do that. <laughs> I know. We, we we
0: the whole point is we should be inspired. Yeah, by completely. This completely. And, and get up and go do something. You know, when when Bill was talking about, uh, you know, they went on like an eight day trip around the country with their pop up camper. I'm like, man, I want to go on a trip. With right. a camper. You know. I just
3: don't have a camper yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of. Well, didn't somebody the have somebody an offer for us
0: yeah. about getting a camper? Yeah. I mean, we could make this happen. Yeah. Our bud down at Oracle Studios. Uh, he has a camper he's been fixing up. He also made a sweet chest plate uh, with the Paranormal Puncher's logo on it. It's mm-hmm. like a Batman chest plate yeah, with the uh, Puncher's logo on the front. And wouldn't you know it, FedEx uh, smashed it. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, uh, It got squashed in shipping uh, and sent back to him. So he's going to try to fix it. Uh, but hey, dude, if you're listening. That's a bummer. Uh, That's a bummer. You don't need to fix it. You know, Don't spend any more time yeah. just because That's FedEx... Awesome. Uh, I'm saying FedEx, maybe it was USPS, yes. yeah, maybe it was, it was, who, was USPS, who, whoever
3: the News company was. Here they didn't treat it, it, it either, I know. like it needed to be, uh, but yeah, but
0: he was working this camper. He said, if uh, you know, if we get one, a fixer upper, because I thought it'd be really cool to get one and then we put our own right. spin into it. We don't buy one spanking brand new off the lot, we get one and our charm goes into it because I've been researching a whole lot of things, even on compost toilets. Yeah. Which no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not no. afraid of composting uh, toilets uh, anymore.
3: That's uh, well. I'll tell you what. You can get the composting toilet. I will stick my rear out the window <laughs> while we're driving. <laughs> okay. and take care of it. We'll 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 see. Irregardless, <laughs> Bill and Amy got into their camper,
0: and uh, this was the end result. And yeah. I think Culture Bigfoot is a is a very uh, excellent documentary, mm-hmm. especially if you're into Bigfoot or even into. You know, talking with people about Bigfoot, because we get to do this all the time. Because mm-hmm. I get to sit here with, with Alicia, Dave, well, sometimes Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dave, you're listening, haha. <laughs> um, and Nash, and we get to, you know, sometimes we'll hit the pub and we'll have a pint. And we'll, we'll talk about everything right. that you hear us talk about on the air. That's how the show started. Right. So I get to hang out and talk with my friends all the time about Bigfoot, about the paranormal, whatever. Uh, so watching this video... I was just like, I want to be at this show talking to these people, too. So I, I think if you're into Bigfoot, you love talking about Bigfoot, you love anything, even remotely close to Bigfoot, mm-hmm. this movie, you'll dig. I uh, highly recommend it. Uh, thumbs up for sure. And, uh, Lish, your opinions?
3: Uh, you know what? I really, really enjoyed this film. Um, you and I, we watch a lot of Bigfoot stuff on YouTube and on Amazon, like right. it's constant for us. And uh I liked that this one actually looked at the other side of right. Bigfoot—people right. Uh, that look for him, or are obsessed with him, or just like him, and they want to do some research. I, that's what I liked about this film. Is that
0: speaking of uh, being obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wonder why I wonder why Bill didn't uh, reach out to me to be in this documentary, huh? Hmm, hmm. Uh, probably because I never go to these conventions. <laughs> anyway, just to my head. Just kidding, Bill. Just teasing.
3: <laughs> but you're right because some of these people, like you said, they were architects, they were gym teachers, they were right. you know they're all over the spectrum. So that's not what their job is. It's really their passion. It's their passion. Yeah, yeah. and that's why. And it definitely
0: goes to show you that anybody. Yeah, you know, it it it, it the phenomena is is that. Big. that right. It could be uh, a web developer like me, um, a filmmaker like Bill, uh, or uh, a college professor, a right. high school teacher, right. or mm-hmm. uh, a phlebotomist. Even a, a phlebotomist. E- st- <laughs> I, sp- sp- <laughs> I was skipping over your. Job. You it's, like, okay, it's hard to say that word. <laughs> I um, know. Yeah, I love how it just touches everybody all over the world because, as we said before, Bigfoot, the reports of Bigfoot sightings are global.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And yeah, I mean, I can go, we could start a whole new episode now talking about Bigfoot yet again. I can't say enough because I probably already definitely. said enough. <laughs> uh, so as always, thank you so much for listening. Go check out this movie. Uh, hey, want to send us uh, one of your scary paranormal stories or something happened to you or a Bigfoot sighting? ParanormalPunchers at gmail.com. We're putting together a listener episode, and uh, we would love
3: mm-hmm.
0: for you to uh, tell us. Definitely, definitely. Your yeah. experiences. Big dramatic pause there. I don't know why. (laughs) Now, uh, for more information about us, head over to ParanormalPunchers.com. And if you're interested, click on Shop. It'll take you to our store. You can get our stickers, buttons, uh, T-shirts, the digital download of the comic, and the real comic, Soon. I was just trying to tease you first. It's not quite done. Uh, The artist will be done at the end of the month. Uh, And then all I got to do is put uh, together the... The inside cover, the layouts, I'm going to do a little design work. <laughs> yeah. And then get it to the printer and we will have hard copies that we will sign. Or you can say don't sign it. Don't mess up yeah, the right. exactly. names. Exactly. I don't care. Uh, I can't wait to share with you. I think it's a fun, fun little adventure. It's my homage to Scooby-Doo that I grew up on.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's yep. uh, my homage to my friends that I have a kick-ass time with. And I think you'll dig it. <laughs> I think you will too. So. Without me babbling on anymore, we should get out of here. As always, we love you. And Alicia, if it's not
3: weird... It's not worth checking out.